totally, totally. Oh. <laughs> Hi. We are live. My name is Dr. Sharnel Wolverton Sihan. So excited today. We have slamming doors, apparently. Sorry about that. Um, we have a return guest. Craig and I are hosting today, and so excited to have Dan back with us to talk about crystals and the technology of crystals and how it works. And we were kind of talking a little bit behind the scenes about some of the stats and documents that he has. I don't know how much he's going to go into that, but for those of you who missed our last um, interview with him, please go to swiftfire.org and catch that because there's a lot of foundational things that we talked about to lead up to this conversation. That's why we had a part two. So everyone knows that I'm like fascinated with crystals and have my crystal mm -hmm. card deck and um, Craig, actually him and his wife have a crystal store online. So he's definitely all about it too. Yep. And I didn't know that Dan uh, was connected to Dr. Marcel, which that's a whole, um, I mean, it, it was after or maybe during the interview when I realized that someone had been trying to connect me to Dan, like back in August for a round table um, that I couldn't make. And so I went back to, cause I know they posted like a video of something to do with Marcel then. And after this conversation that we had, I went back to try to find that video. And then when I did, it said Dan Willis. And I was like, and I even said and think, Oh, who's Dan Willis. And they described, you know, you and explained who you were. And I was just like, Oh my God, that's the same Dan, Dan Willis. So I was like, okay, mm -hmm. circle back here. And now here we are. So, if you would like Craig to say anything before we get started, and then I'm going to have Dan share a little bit about his background and how he got into this. And yeah, anything to say, Craig? I know. Just um, like I said, we've been talking um, uh, backstage, as it were. I remember last time, Dan, we were, we were talking and uh, obviously we, uh, my wife, as Sean L said, my wife and I run a crystal shop, an online crystal shop, crystalfalls.co.uk, if anybody wants to go and check us out. Um, and um, it, it's, it's amazing how many people contact us saying, I don't know what it is about crystals, but I'm drawn to it. I don't know why. I'm not spiritual. I'm not anything. I just see them and I'm pulled, like I'm pulled towards them. I'm attracted to them. And, and obviously we just help them along and just be like, yeah, well, obviously that they're, they're the ones that they're communicating with you, you know. Um, and uh, I just think the whole study of it and the science of it is is mind-blowingly fascinating and it's something that mainstream science really neglects and i think there's a reason for that which we may well go into but like Chanel said why don't we uh, just sort of start with how you got into this and, and and where you sort of got your 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 knowledge from well i'm going to add one more thing before we oh. go hmm. is you had mentioned an encounter and i had a similar hmm. encounter at a different time i think yours was earlier than mine but mine was 2008 or 9 i'd have to look at when i wrote it all down but that literally changed my entire job mission on the planet when I had this encounter. Mm. And part of, I mean, a book came out of it um, and I was forever changed and obsessed with sacred geometry, aromatherapy and essential oils, like herbs and plant medicine and crystals. And I had never really, you know, I loved rocks as a kid and collected marbles and you know fascinated mm -hmm. with that but not understanding the science the science of it and was actually sort of programmed 
to think that that was terrible. But then I started looking at all the science of it. And I'm like, this is science. And I'm a data person. I'm, I'm not one of those people that just like if someone tells you something, then I'm like, okay, well, since you said that, sure. You know, I like to look up things on my own and research things on my own. And I didn't find Marcel at the time. So I, w I w didn't have that piece. But uh, I had my encounter that had happened, which talked about frequency and even crystals. And so um, anyway, so it sounds like you had something similar to that. But so give us a little bit on that, too, if you don't mind. Yeah, that's good that you uh, you had your own ex personal experience. And then later you find uh, information that uh, substantiates it. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, my uh, my journey on this started a long time ago. Um, the year was 1977. And I did not know what, um, yeah, I didn't have any knowledge of sacred geometry. I didn't know what platonic solids were, you know, where one geometry fits into the other and it goes, you know, into uh, multiple geometries. I had no idea. I didn't, you know, like, like a normal high school kid that would have <laughs> geometry knowledge. I had none of that. Um, and so how this uh, journey started back then was... Um, I um, I was going out with this lady who owned a metaphysical bookstore, and she wanted to do a past life regression on me, and but it didn't turn into a past life regression. I had millions of volts going through my hands and my feet. Uh, it was a Kundalini opening experience, and lucidly I saw this being, and uh, the energy. Uh, was intense to put it mildly i mean it is but it was loving I and mean, there's this being had incredible love coming from its eyes had a yeah i didn't even know what a gray was at the time you know but you know i know there's a lot of different species out there obviously uh the being had a huge cranium and very large eyes and i um was observing uh, the being projected in space, a sphere. And as I observed the sphere, I, and, and she's very in, in, intuitive. Uh, she's saying, he's, he's teaching you something, you know. Um, the first thing I see is, a, it looks like a six-pointed star at the time. Was, uh, later I understand it's like a star tetrahedron, mm -hmm. like on the cover of your book, uh, Dr. Charnel. Right. And... Um, then another geometry fit into exactly, uh huh, and another geometry fit into that one, another one into that one, another one fit into that one, and it kept on going into infinity, and then it turned back into the sphere. And I don't know if this was uh, a metaphor teaching or if this was actually based on science, what the being was conveying to me, but um, what the essence was was that as we're evolving each one of us in actuality are a sphere with all the harmonics of all the vibrations and at any particular level that we are, are conscious of the sub sub harmonics and everything and geometry of that but not of the higher levels and that through love we um essentially transition from one higher geometry into the next until we encompass the entire sphere. Um, 
now this was um this was something that left a burning desire in me to try to find this is 1977 there wasn't a whole lot of uh I had to order books from England. Uh, I, every book I could on the subject, and I started like, "Oh my God, this this is how geometry fits," you know, with the platonic solids. And I started grabbing every book I could on the subject because it somehow held a key to understanding the matrix that we are in. Um, I, in searching every source I could on the information, is it, it, it's. it's when you have this burning desire, you 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 have this hunger, and you have, and you keep searching and you try to find an answer. Yeah. Um, and I heard that uh, about the work of Dr. Marcel Vogel. At the time, he was still working for IBM. He, um, Dr. Vogel, he was uh, 27 years at IBM, hundreds of patents. Uh, he invented the magnetic coating on. Uh, on hard drives that use in computers, the red and blue phosphors on color television, liquid crystals for display. I mean, man was a was a creative genius. Um, he uh, had a an experience with. Um, <laughs> he had to teach uh, a course of creativity to all these engineers because they're all, all these left brain engineers. He had thirty left brain engineers. He had to teach creativity to, and so. Um, <clears throat> He saw this article about plant communication by Cleve Baxter, a polygraph expert, the CIA, and uh, he um, he thought he initially thought it was garbage and threw it in the trash. And he thought, no, this would be this would be great for creativity for the engineers. And so he set up a split leaf philodendron and hooked up a script chart recorder. He burned a plant leaf, and this chart squiggled. And the moment, moment the thought formed in his mind to burn it. It squiggled. And he said that squiggle changed his life. He had the kind of mind that once he had a question, he would relentlessly pursue it <laughs> until he got the answer, you know, and he would get things in dreams and, and so forth. So to make a long story short, <laughs> and it goes into quite a quite a long story. He was he was able to do it from seven miles away, then he went all the way to Prov Czechoslovakia and uh, was able, with his colleague in the laboratory, psychically tune into the plant and make it squiggle. Mm -hmm. um, he was talking on uh, plant communication to a Church of Religious Science, and this woman gave him, he said, I, I've been led to give you this crystal. And he thought, oh, this is a woo-woo thing, you know. <laughs> and uh, so he, he accepted graciously. And uh, <clears throat> he, what he found is that here, this is this is very interesting. What he found was when he was working with the plant, he, he found that in studying pranayama yoga, uh, the science of, of breath, he found that when he pulsed his breath, you know, through the nostrils with the intent, it, uh, he got a much greater reaction on the script chart recorder. Hmm. So he had a colleague at, at IBM that had a back injury and um, and so he went to help him with a crystal and it and it healed him you know from the back injury and so he was thinking how can I he, now he he was wanting to make it into a more precise science how can 
we take the you know regular crystal as it as it, as it grows in nature um that how can we take this and make it into um an instrument that could cohere the energies of mind in such a way as to as to make it more effective and so as um as he pursued this he got a dream and in the middle of the night he got this image of a um diapyramidal like the tree of life uh configuration where you have a pyramid on the top pyramid in with the tree of life and the Kabbalah, you have the unmanifest from you know the godhead whatever and then coming down into manifestation into the earthly realm and the first design was a um was a was a crystal like this with with just four sides and the concept was in a in a laser he always used to say to me um you know you know these sciences that we're experimenting with and researching are akin to those that we know in the normal world of physics and so with a laser if you have a laser you have you have two mirrors one's 100% reflective the other one's 99% reflective and what happens is they excite the uh, like a ruby crystal in the middle with a photon it starts at oscillating and the mirrors are such that their the wavelength as the energy reflects back and forth between the two mirrors it builds and builds and it becomes extremely powerful so that that 1% that comes out the one mirror is strong enough to cut through steel so wow. it's because of the power of cohering, uh, just like our thoughts, when we think kind of scattered thoughts, you know, it's not very powerful, but if we were able to align our mind with a very coherent thought, we can be like the masters in the Far East, you know, manifest a, an apple or a hand or whatever, you know, with that because we're as he used to say you know we're made in the image and likeness of god therefore we create we're like a fractal pattern of that great divine pattern um so um <laughs> so i heard of his work and uh i uh drove up from san diego up to san jose his home in the middle of a storm <laughs> and it was like 100 mile per hour winds going off the golden gate bridge um knocked on the door at night um he opened the door let me in and and i, I said i i've heard about your work uh I'm, I'm fascinated i want to find out more about what you're doing and you just like showed up or did he know you were coming oh, oh I, I you know i contacted him first. okay i was gonna say wow that's great <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. curiously he said the first thing he said is like you're from another planet, aren't you? <laughs> I said, I don't know about that, but uh, I'm fascinated about your work. And, uh, you and might so, be. <laughs> so I, I sat yeah. down. There, there was a med he was working with two dozen medical doctors, um, and uh, one of them was sitting on the couch. And so I, I sat down next to the doctor, and he turned out the lights for a half an hour. It seemed like, and he played this beautiful classical music, <laughs> a little eccentric, yeah. Um, and so a knock came on the door, and this woman heard about 
you know, him helping with healing because these doctors were having incredible success with the technique that he was using with the crystal and the breath. Um, and so um, her daughter, who she brought, had a tumor that was sticking out about a half inch or so out of her ankle. And Marcel used the technique that he had developed, you know, over over some time. Mm -hmm. And in front of the doctor and I, the tumor dematerialized in front of our eyes, which 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 made a huge impression on me because I understood that this man had tapped into a science that as understanding the fabric of reality to be able to go in at a higher um, level, if you will, uh, a formative level that forms our 3D world and be able to, when you change it there, it's like you pull the rug out from under the the 3D world and and that manifestation, you know, like it disappeared. So I, um, uh, you know, he, he asked me to, uh, at the time I was working for many years at the Naval Electronic Engineering Center in San Diego, and uh, I had access to a lot of, uh, lot of equipment, you know. He, so he, IBM gave him the electron microscope, and he reassembled the whole thing and set up a whole laboratory, and I helped procure some of the uh, laboratory measuring equipment, like spectrophotometers and stuff like that. And I even drove all the way um, to Arkansas and got a huge amount of crystals, which I delivered to him, which we're using for cutting for these doctors. And um, he um, he made this one as a this one as a, as a gift to me, uh-huh. which. I always, you know, cherish, <laughs> and um, I and he trained me on how to use it and the techniques. And uh, on the way home, uh, getting on the plane, the uh, fellow next to me was a football player that just had surgery on his knee, and he was like holding it in pain. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm here. I'm a. Uh, <laughs> I've been given a gift, and you know, you got to use it. So. Um, I said to him, look, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I'm kind of an experimental scientist. And if you'd like, we could try some unusual procedures on see what we can help you with, with your knee. And so I, I did the procedure, the mark that um, Marcel showed me. And uh, when he got off the plane, he was pointing from his parents. And he said, that guy, he, he fixed my leg. But I didn't fix his leg. I facilitated him yes. in yeah. healing himself. And, and that's and that's how we do, uh, you know, the crystal healing is we facilitate uh, an individual in, you know, because you, you don't you don't go against the will of a person. You a person is the person responsible for healing themselves. And when you can assist and go into a higher formative dimensional level, etheric, whatever you want to call it, um, and you can and you can pull that distortion out, um, the healing happens instantaneous. It's like, um, it, it, it's like magic. <laughs> so um, there, there's a lot of science behind all this. A lot of measurements were made. Besides a lot of um, 
experience and the use of crystals and with working with the doctors and incredible stories and uh lots of you know i used a crystal many times on different situations um and i'm always amazed and, and grateful and when you when you do that you have to have zero attachment to the outcome you know you basically just put yourself up at service and in love for you know for another person and um yeah uh one person talking there about their their mom yeah that's great yeah, that's <laughs> awesome, Beth. yeah. so well, yes yeah. go ahead <laughs> well i'm so i was introduced to vogel maybe a two years ago um i never watched anything that he had someone I, I say introduced. I didn't know that he was a person. Someone had just told me about a certain cut called Vogel crystals, but I didn't know. It was, I mean, I should have probably looked into it more, but um, I knew that it was a type of cut. I didn't know why it was. I didn't know it was named after a person who had any of this technology down or his background. But so I, someone had a, a sapphire. Um, it was. It's this. Uh, it's the Star of David, but it's also... All right. Yes, that, and Marcel developed that. Yes, and so I was in North Carolina, and someone had one on that was a sapphire version, and um, I don't know if it was real sapphire, but it was the color blue anyway, and, and she told me where she got it in Shasta, and I went home and was, like, obsessed and <laughs> didn't, didn't get one until maybe... I don't know. It was a couple years before I actually got one. I went there and um, and purchased this, and then I have a green and emerald one too. I did not get any of the wands. I didn't understand. Still, no one explained to me at the store the background of Vogel or why or any explanation. I just felt drawn to this one and the green one. I, I thought I was going there for the sapphire one because I'm always really drawn to blues and especially sapphire. That's my birthstone, but when I did finally watch a couple videos after our last interview with you, little short 13 minute kind of spreads, um, his cuts that I saw were all like the one you have in your hand. So my question That's is, a healing crystal, uh, different. Uh, the other, the crystal that you put here healing? in this area is the, in the thymus area, which, okay. which connects to the energetic uh, system of your body. So, the, so yeah, so explain this cut can do something to just wearing it around your neck. It does something to the thymus. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah in you wear it right here, which is this, this area right here, a couple of inches down from right there. Um, it acts, you know, it, it's kind of like a uh, energetic balance uh, protection type of thing. My, my experience is much more with the, uh, with, with the, the crystals, which... Yeah, he uh, started, you know, with a four-sided and then, you know, moved on to more sides. This is like a, an eight-sided crystal. And then they uh, kept developing more with, like, this is a 16-sided. Uh, so more sides is better? Or is that, is it just different? It's different. Um, the, it affects, when crystals grow, they the energy vortexes through them it, it spirals and 
and it's very with a vocal cut crystal. Oh, there's crystals knockoff, vocal vocal knockoffs out there. You know, the the thing is that's essential is that the crystal is cut along the c-axis or the growth axis of the crystal so that the the tips on both sides are aligned with that growth axis because the energy spirals down and the number of facets that are around four-sided eight-sided you know 24 sided you know they i've seen them up to 144 sides you know but uh in the laboratory we we haven't seen much much greater distance uh of a, of an effect going after so many sides but um the uh four-sided is is more physical six-sided it's more emotional level eight-sided it's more on another higher level and as you go into higher levels, it, it it's an increase in the frequency of the spin, but they all work. Um, so it, it's not like uh, you have to have one particular uh, side to work on one particular thing. Um, the uh, uh, yeah the the uh, yeah the, the interesting thing is. Um, the measurements that were done in the laboratory with uh, water. There is this, there is this interrelationship. The entire universe is built on this tetrahedral fractal geometry, and uh, quartz crystals are, have this tetrahedral hexagonal geometry, mm -hmm. just like water. Mm -hmm. And there are the complex holographic patterns of of the the energy of love. There is this um, matrix that we are in that water crystals and the energy of love work together. And that's why, you know, in the, in the well-known work of uh, Dr. Emoto, when, you know, people have, <clears throat> you know, feelings of love, gratitude versus hate and fear, Excellent. the, yes. the, the um, love, uh, allows the energies related with love and those kind of feelings allow because the the structure of the matrix is this uh precise uh resonant geometric pattern that cannot take formation of dissonant energies such as hate fear jealousy you know all those energies they do not allow them to take form therefore it does not if you don't have love behind the what you're doing, it doesn't have the transcending ability in order to reach into the higher dimensions that wow. form the lower dimensions. Wow. Dude. <laughs> Rocking my world. <laughs> so, so it can't take on the negative energy with 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 the quartz? Is that what you're saying? Is it so it's on a I'm sorry, I am like blown away, but um, so like a like the black tourmaline won't take on negative energy. It'll, well, it actually will. It pulls it out. But mm. so I, I know with quartz, there, there's an electric piezo effect that's higher than any of the others. And it has the ability. Yeah, it yeah. has the ability to record and radiate its own signature code, which all of them can do their own signature code. And all of them were, will stabilize <clears> the field 
just by coming into your field. So if your field is 22 radius and you and, and it's 10 feet away and your and your field still it'll immediately change your field and my testing um just by sitting on a, next to your bed or on your bed or on your body it, it i've seen it change the whole field but you're saying that it cannot take on hate is that i mean i want to be clear because that is like news to me it's uh it, it, it when you imagine it, everything's resonance uh and so when you have like with the uh with the clear quartz crystal it is like the um unlike you know other types of stones that each have their own unique qualities and uh properties of it the the clear quartz is, is universal um if you uh it just like water there's there's a similarity with quartz and water in fact uh, the molecular structure of water is harmonics of the molecular structure of of quartz and there is this um uh golden mean ratio 1.618 the one ratio that goes into infinity which all life is based upon which if you look at the great pyramid in in egypt and giza it's at a 51 degree 51 minute uh, basically very very close to 52 degrees we just say 52 degrees to make it simple um angle which is the exact angle of every single quartz crystal wow. every facet on a quartz crystal is exactly at 52 degrees why is that significant because if you measure that on the great pyramid it's it, the ratio i have to show a diagram but the ratio between you go to the middle of the pyramid to the top it's exactly the golden mean ratio which which resonates and that universal resonance is also connected with water because water uh is at 26 degrees and 104.5 degrees which is twice 52 and half of 52 and so there's this inner there's this uh fractal uh tetrahedral uh formula that interrelates with that and the energies of of love and the higher vibrations are in alignment with this matrix and an energy that is dissonant with that like one of of, of hate or or whatever uh, cannot resonate with a matrix that does not support that structure i mean you could attempt to do that and i've seen uh when people have misused crystals where they have you know actually cracked and fractured or or you know, something happens um so yeah it's bad news for the black uh, magicians <laughs> uh, something i'm just thinking here dan as you're talking which i'm just i could just sit here and listen to you for hours talk about this um is, isn't it fascinating that um obviously we are well approximately 80 percent water mm-hmm. um and you know how water responds to these energies and frequencies and i think i think what's important to realize is i think some people sort of start dabbling with crystals hold on and go 
well, what's it doing, you know? And it's a participation in, and we get to work with them and there's an intention and there's a, you know, it's almost a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, 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 you know, obviously each different crystal, I mean, obviously there are tons and tons of crystals out there, different kinds that carry different vibrations. Um, but it's interesting that the, the quartz that you're talking about, uh, the clear quartz, is is so close to to water on a molecular level. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, yes. They, um, in fact, um, Marcel was able to do experiments with um, you know with the spectrophotometer that I was able to acquire. Um, you can imprint. Uh huh. Imprint into the water. With you pulsed his breath, and you could see new new bands in the three to four thousand angstrom area, and then you can pulse your breath with the intention, you know, to clear, and it clears, and uh, and it's, it's, so you can measure it, you know, in in, in physical, uh, um, and you could take a like a uh, one of these. People don't use these anymore. This is a magnetic bulk eraser that was used to be used for, uh, you know, when they had VHS tapes and things like that. And you oh, want to yeah. reuse a tape, you'd, you'd clean it off. Well, it worked really well for clearing a crystal really? according to the measurements that they did. So um, um, there's so many thoughts that branch off on all oh, this. I, I know. I mean, there's, there's a million <laughs> and one questions we could, or, or, or ways we could go here, but um, I, or, another thought, because I, I love nature, and I, and and being out in nature is, is my thing. Um, and obviously, crystals are nature; they are natural. Um, but it isn't it interesting that when you talked about the the spiral, and that's how energy flows through our spine um, as well. It's like everything's divinely organized, and there's this synchronicity between everything. Um, and you know, when we're working with these with these energy generators, basically, um, I mean, and when we truly understand it, which people like yourself are, are really getting to understand and teach it, we need, you know, they, I think we should be teaching this at schools. You know, we should be telling our kids about how to work with them, and um, you know, and you know, t taking it a bit out there a little bit. You know, we, we hear these sort of ET technologies that are just just lined with with different crystals. Oh, yeah, all over the place. Uh, with the secret space programs. There's exactly. crystals everywhere in the med beds. Uh, yeah, yep. for uh, air, yeah, they use the crystals. Even the crafts that they fly and, are powered yes. with crystals. Well, and that's where they got like the cell phone, the microwave, and all this mm -hmm. stuff was reverse engineered from ET tech. Obviously, the ships and what have you, and. You know, I was just on a panel like a few days ago with some um, more church people and was trying to give them an education or was choosing to give them some education on it and um, went to a store here locally. And the the owner of the store is a friend of mine. It's a crystal shop. And she had someone just come in right before I was in there saying that they had done their testing on whatever crystals and said that there was no frequency that came from it and that they didn't, there was no healing properties. There was nothing that it would do. It was just like a rock that had nothing. And I was like, well, I don't know what tools they were using to test, but uh, I can say otherwise. <laughs> so it's just like, there is a lot of education um, that can be um, an opportunity for. And I, I believe a lot more people are open 
in this day and age than maybe in the seventies, like, or maybe, I don't know, maybe it was just my, my peer groups. I don't know, but it seems like people, it's more trendy even. I mean, you can go to like target or freaking Best Buy and there's crystals there. They're fake, not real, but it's like, everyone's kind of like jumping on the crystal bandwagon now. And like, there's so many, tricksters out there just like essential oils and the emfs and it's like oh we can make money out of this so let me just like create some piece of plastic and charge 100 bucks for it and get it out the door and then somebody gets home and it's like something made in china that's definitely not gonna support their health in any way so anyway it it sounds like the uh, crystal mine owners when i had to go get all the crystals for the lab uh, I had to sit down and drink some moonshine with the uh, with the owners. <laughs> you know, you get friendly with them. You know, they get some yeah. good deals, and uh, and they would say, "Yeah, we uh, we don't feel anything. Only when they cut us, you know, the the crystals. You know, the, wow. they only uh, get that." But uh, there was an interesting blind fellow that was there at the mine, and and he would say, "I." There was these barrels that they had the crystals in. He says there was a crystal about halfway down this one. I want it. This one he could he could sense and feel the uh, you know the energy of that, that particular crystal. Um, yeah. Um, the um, yeah the crystals are are a key to understanding the matrix that we are in. Mm-hmm. Um, the the entire uh, atomic table of elements of every element there is in the universe is based on a tetrahedral geometry, mm-hmm. um, and so essentially the entire universe is made up of these little tetrahedral building blocks, you could say, mm-hmm. um, and it's the uh, lattice structure that's within the crystal that is basically. Um, like a like a six pointed star, we have one one triangle that yeah. is uh, positive, negative, male, female, whatever, and then you have the opposite polarity triangle yeah. to yeah. uh huh <laughs> creating. As opposed and, to <laughs> uh, Pythagoras uh, used to have a six pointed star with a dot in the middle, and he called out the star of creation. And in the uh, ancient occult writings of the stanzas of Dizion, <laughs> they <laughs> talked about the, the matrix of being a hexagonal matrix with a six-sided honeycomb-like uh, structure with the, the seventh point in the center being spirit, where the image. And it's interesting that the piezoelectric effect of a crystal, when you squeeze a crystal, and it doesn't take doesn't take much uh, much pressure at all. You, there, you can uh, with the with the crystal. One of the first things Marcel would do is, you know, you you build up the energy in your body uh, mm-hmm. by bringing in the prana by doing some deep breathing and builds up the energetic field. And when you hold the crystal, you kind of put a little pressure on it and, and rub it like that and rotate it and rub it and you become one with the crystal and when i when i say that it's like <clears throat> with the piezoelectric effect what you're having you have multi-trillions of these 
six-pointed star configurations that have their charge centers of the positive, negative, male, female, whatever you want to call it, into the exact center. And when you put a little bit of pressure on it, what happens is it offsets these, these triads just a little bit so that the charge centers are displaced and, and no longer zeroed out and, and neutralized. And so it's like where the, it's like the eye of the hurricane. It's like where the vortex is. It's where it that is the um, the black hole, I guess you could say, in, in the middle of the crystal that uh, opens up this opens up this this gate. I guess you could say. I'm just you know paraphrasing. Yeah. Um, yes. Well, since you brought that up, um, I have, and this, I mean, this is. I'll, I'm not going to explain everything, but um, I'll, I'll just say that there was like, take that one that you have, but shorter. Um, it, it's like this big and it, it was like a pyramid that was some kind of technology that I've been shown that can collapse. Like it, it's crystal, but it would turn. So it's this way and then it could turn and go upside down that way just by flipping out of itself and then back under I, I trying to, I wish I could like show you, but um, kind of like this and then it would go open and then turn and then be like an upside down pyramid. And it was actually used for um, teleporting or transportation. And I know that there's like, um, obviously it's using transportation with ships, but this was for like people kind of like Star Trek, to be able to beam in and out with this technology. And then also I know Lemurians um, crystals can be uh, recordings and or have information in it. And after I had my encounter, I've had this information download um, to get a Lemurian and I got the Lemurian and I put it on my lap and between the encounter and this Lemurian, that's how my book came out in 12 hours. Um, the one you were saying Rebecca was reading, um, this information just literally came through me between those two things. But um, any idea, any insight on this? Oh, uh, what you're talking about is, is a key to the universe. Um, <laughs> the, um, that, oh God, I'm shaking. That, that, <laughs> that, that, that zero point, that balance between the, the flip from one to the other, oh it, that, that, that center point is connects to all through time and space and all dimensions um and, and it's uh it's you know within the crystal structure um the piezoelectric effect is um where you know you can create a, quite a bit of voltage if you hit this really hard you can get big sparks coming off of yeah, it yeah, you know yeah. that's how the, the piezoelectric you know cigarette lighters and everything they, they hit with a little hammer on the crystal and it and it offsets enough and you get a a, a big uh big spark coming off of it but with in with the use and healing in the crystals what you do is you 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 kind of open up that little dimensional portal it's like the vortexing as you know all you know, you just i discovered many years later that the entire universe, all spherical bodies, our, all our planets, the sun, everything have that star tetrahedron within mm -hmm. it. That's where the sunspots are. That's where the Great Pyramid is on Earth, uh, the red spot on Jupiter. Um, 
uh, the the Sidonia uh, the, uh, complex on Mars. Yeah, you know, all, throughout the whole system, it, each spherical planetary body has these geometries. And as the Russians discovered, there's also a, <clears throat> an isosahedron and dodecahedron grid and these are where you know the great pyramid is and the bermuda triangle and the double c in japan and you know and where these geometries intersect and the nodal points connect the energy spirals and vortexes wow. you know just like uh when you we find a nodal spot on the on the earth's surface um it's like an acupuncture point on the body you know where you can connect into the entire planetary matrix because our bodies are made or we're borrowing these bodies from the earth it's resonant with this planet these crystals that have grown in the earth also also have a resonance with this planet and um I'm getting some new and very interesting information from some very unusual sources uh, that uh, are co corroborating if, across the board with everything that uh, mm -hmm. Dr. Vogel discovered in the laboratory. Um, you know, my, my friend Elena Denan, she, uh, I asked, uh, I wanted to see if I could get some more information from uh her her contact thorahan her, her younger brother uh jenhan is actually going to a, a university in the pleiades and he uh terraforms planets that's what he, what he does mm -hmm. and so he obviously has an advanced knowledge of the sciences of crystals and things and everything that he i put forth a whole lot of questions and everything that he answered not only completely corroborated with everything that we uh measured in the laboratory and have experience with but also expanded upon it and showed that uh if you the crystals that grow on mars they can and the people who are the natives of mars they can use it on their planet but you can't use a, a crystal that's grown on mars and connect into the matrix on this planet because yeah. um this planetary matrix so these crystals that we have here on earth connect into the planetary matrix mm -hmm. and therefore they connect to every single living being and as science has shown and uh, many experiments where uh, there's this morphogenic field that we're all connected to, where they found that the um, square root of 1%, which is if you have 8 billion people on the planet, that comes out to a little less than 9,000 people. And I know you have at least that many, um, <laughs> you know, YouTube viewers. Um, so if we uh, all of us uh, put an intention into the crystal, it has an incredible amplifying effect what i um what i found is that um the sciences of of the crystal or are similar to those that we know in normal physics myself being a broadcast engineer very familiar with electromagnetic broadcasts and how antennas work um <clears throat> if you uh ever seen a, a picture of the harp uh, array up in Alaska we have yeah. all these antennas repeated the same antenna and this is used throughout broadcasting it's called a phased array where you have a single antenna and you 
put another one at the exact precise wavelength distance from it, you get like a three decibel gain. And you add another one, you get a more of a gain. You, can, you multiply this many times, you get a huge amount of, of, of amplification. Well, you have the same thing within a crystal lattice structure. You have a tetrahedral uh, lattice structure that uh, both Jenhan and Marcel both exactly said the same thing, and that is the energies of mind, as we think, are geometric in pattern. And these geometric patterns resonate within this crystal lattice structure and with an intent that is with the, um, with the uh, energy of love, you know, with a, with a loving intention, you know, like to do something, something good, you know, like see a positive timeline on our planet, uh, see... Um, see all the injustices, uh, you know, people brought to justice and, uh, and the planet, uh, you know, and brought to a, to a happy state, you know, rather than uh, all the conflict and suffering that's been going on. Um, if that could be uh, pulsed with intention into a crystal, uh, it's amplified. And uh, with... Uh, with with healing, uh, some of the basic procedures I'll, I'll share with what Marcel shared with me on, on crystal healing, which you could use on yourself or someone else. Um, now, keep in mind, a, a vocal cut has the ability to cohere the energies like a laser. And so there's an amplification factor that happens with the vocal cut crystal. Uh, now, you can use a regular natural cut crystal um and you know cultures all over the world have used indians and in the india and uh you know druids and uh mm -hmm. you name it you know <laughs> uh, widely diverse cultures have all this clear rock you know why do why do they all attribute uh these similar attributes to this clear stone i mean what's what's the big deal you know so people have intuitively sensed that there's there's some kind of spiritual attributes to these clear uh stones called quartz crystals um so you know i will this is much more complex than what i'm going to describe but i'm going to just share fundamental basics um, and yeah, well, we're all, um, you know, when you understand working, when you understand the basics, you can basically write your own script because we're all creative mm -hmm. and, uh, and, you know, and use your own intuition, but it's important to understand, you know, some fundamental basics. Um, so when you're working with somebody and of course, um, disclaimer, you know, Ask your doctor if crystal healing is right for you. you know? <laughs> Don't want the FDA to come after us. I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, all right. So the first thing is to you know build up build up your energy uh, with the prana, and you can do uh, you know pranic breath, which is you know inhale and you hold this for a few seconds and exhale. And on the hold, you, you hold for a few seconds and then inhale, you know, and whatever, you know, just do, do it so it's comfortable for you. Yeah. And just build up. It's the breath. 
is connected with a multi-dimensional information transfer. When you inhale and exhale, it's not just, you know, breathing in oxygen for your blood. It's not just prana. It's also information that's being uh, brought into your body and, and transmitted out. And this is how the information with a very, um, almost like a martial art, like, you know, through the nostrils, like that, like you're into the crystal. It's very, very precise. It's like a, like a spike, you, with intention of, of clarity. So, um, sorry, can I just ask, is, is, does that, that breath that come out have to physically hit the crystal or just, just have it? Like no, 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 it's it. not, okay. it's not, not a physical, uh, it's a, it's it, with with the breath. There's an energy that's that's yeah. transmitted yeah, yeah, from yeah, yeah. And, and and geometric. Um, but before you do anything, you know, make sure the crystal's erased of any previous program. You that's very very essential. Definitely, uh, and we do that with yeah. uh, holding the crystal. I should. Not everybody has a Vogel crystal, so I try to. <laughs> be universal i mean you could, it doesn't have to be it could be a you know a little crystal you know uh and with the intent you know hold it like this and like this with the intent of of clearing the crystal you know like that and then rotate it to other facets and go until until you uh uh have cleared it and then what you want to do is you want to excite the crystal into oscillation with your your basically your DNA frequency, your soul frequency is embedded into with the crystal and resonates with it. And as you uh, rub and rotate the crystal, you'll actually start to feel a, uh, a sticky feeling that happens and that that's due to an electrostatic charge that's built up from the very very slight pressure that's offsetting these trillions of, of and kind of opening up that little dimensional gate you could say in the in the middle of the six-pointed star uh, and building a charge and you can feel and you can feel there's a, there's a resonance that's happening okay once you build up a charge uh if you're Working with somebody, for example, uh, what Marcel found is that working right here in the thymus area is like a connection to the entire body. Um, you go, now here, here's, here's something that's really interesting because everything, I've studied radionics quite a bit and worked on, built a number of different instruments and worked with them. And um, you could say within a circle, you have, all the uh all the vibrations of the entire universe and that uh and so when you're tuning into somebody you start out you go out counterclockwise and then as you go in you start to rotate like a radio dial until you find <laughs> and you use your other hand a receiving hand like behind the person and you go into the thymus area and as you start to rotate in and, and the more you do this, the more you develop a sensitivity, and it's like it's like uh, no effort whatsoever. It's just like you can feel it right when you're in resonance with the person, and you can do it with your hand. You know, you can take a crystal and and start to rotate it. Now, this happens more profound with a vocal cut, 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it, it'll like stop. You'll you'll feel a resistance, and you'll you'll be in resonance with. And that's important because what you're going to be doing is you're you're basically becoming at one with the person, and uh, and you also have the person breathing with you. You, you do some deep breathing, and you breathe together in sync. And so you're basically being an extension of that person, helping to facilitate that person heal themselves. And as as they say, you know, ask and you shall receive. You have the person; they have some problems, some pain, something's going on in their body that doesn't feel right. Uh, You ask them to go in to their mind's eye and go into that that place. And as you go in, you you help amplify and that amplification of energy will actually amplify the pain a little bit, which will help for the identification of where you want to go into where the root causes, where is the asking your within to be shown, where is the source? Where is the root source of this? And don't judge the information, how it comes, just take it at face value. It can come as, an emotion, a pattern, or whatever, and just be able to identify it. Um, once you have done that, you build up the energy with the person, you're breathing, and you're working. This is kind of like an etheric scalpel. And so you're tuned into the etheric body of the individual. And so when you build up to a point where there is a release breath, where they take a deep breath in at the height of where they're, they're holding your breath and they're locking their mind onto the core of that. And then there's like this profound, you know, okay. And then release <clears throat> like that. And, and you, you like, you pull it out, but immediately after pulling it out, you bring back love into the area, which integrates the energy back in and and you want to balance that person because a lot of times uh, they'll um it, it sometimes uh, have an emotional release or something will, will be associated with it and uh and sometimes it gets more complicated sometimes <laughs> the pain will move to another place in the area and you have to go hunt it down over there and then do the whole procedure again but i've uh I've seen some amazing, uh, you know, physical manifestations happen. Uh, and a lot of times people say, the pain's gone. You know, it's like, you know, it's like, like a miracle, you know. But these are, uh, you know, this looks like a voodoo witch doctor stuff. But it's, uh, you know, sciences that are in the, uh, in the future. And what I was involved with, with, uh, with, with Dr. Marcel, uh, was... Uh, kind of a pioneering work in the beginning beginning days of quantifying this into a um into a into a science that's accepted and although he had a lot of rejection from mainstream scientists because he was he was touching into areas that are you know forbidden zone and they get into you know having to do with love and crystals and plants and everything but uh in the future uh We'll see. Uh, we'll see the science develop so that uh, 
that like the science, um, Stanford Research Institute did an experiment where they put uh, inside of a crystal the uh, image of the Mona Lisa. You know, that you can holographically project yes. an image in, and they can they found that they could read it much faster than any computer system we had at that time. That was many years ago, and. I believe in the future, and I believe that the med beds, mm -hmm. when they um, when they capture your 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 frequency, your your holographic frequency, we're each holograms, mm -hmm. complex uh, holograms that not only have this three D component, but it goes temporal as well where it goes back through the moment of your conception. And as Alex Collier was saying yes. that the uh, Andromeda's, um, you know, <laughs> approving a lot of the stuff that we get from these other sources, but it's very curious that it matches uh, because uh, one of the projects I worked on with Marcel was a camera that could holographically project a pattern into space. It was built in the 1950s in patent in the European Patent Office, and thousands of photos were made. And it could, within this hologram that was projected in space, which we could only capture a slice of it, which was a 2D in a, in a photograph, we can move within the hologram backwards and forwards in the time. So it was substantiating what, uh, what Alex Collier was saying. And so what they're able to do is go through these slides through time and take it when your body was, everything was optimal and make a new hologram and overlay it because the universe has a tendency to move toward perfection and through sound and light and these holographic projections, they're able to um, age regress, be able to take a an arm or leg that's been chopped off and regenerate it within a matter of hours yep. um and so this is the technology and i believe that they use crystals mm -hmm. in order to store these holographic patterns mm -hmm. you know and it's interesting that marcel was a was the uh creator of the magnetic coatings on hard drives and everything that he dealt with had to do with ibm was the storing of information and so it, how perfect that he, he got into the science of crystals, which will be the, the storage medium in the future for the storing of information. It's funny you should say that because uh, when I was um, you know, like preparing for the show and what have you, uh, I remembered about the, have you heard of the crystal skulls? Um, oh, yeah. Marcel yeah. worked with a Michael Hedges skull. Really? Wow. Yeah, he had. A, I have a story about that if you want to hear it. Tell me, yes, please. <laughs> um, he worked with the Michael Hedges skull, and um, what he got was that the um, the uh, old the old uh, adept who, who had all the wisdom, and he's reaching the end of his life. The uh, information was transferred from his mind into the crystal mm -hmm. and then the young initiate that was coming in was then transferred from the crystal skull into her mind wow. and uh and that's what he he saw in a in a vision how it was and it makes sense because you know the science yeah 
<laughs> the skull, you know, we have these uh, <laughs> these craniums that uh, are resonant. Uh, Marcel used, always used to say that there is like this oscillation that's going on inside. And when you think about reality, um, you know, when you see a, uh, a fluorescent light, it looks like it's on, but it's actually turning off and on 60 times a second or yes, 50 times yes, a second yeah. in, the, in the UK. <laughs> uh, but the eye can only discern 30 times a second. And so it appears to be solid and on. And reality is somewhat like that in that when you go to a higher frequency, vibrational level, you can see in between these pulses of creation and I actually had a, in 1977 was a weird year. I haven't had anything like that since then. <laughs> but I was on board a craft and these beings put me through this, you know, the whole bunch of little guys and the big guy came up and on a control panel and put me through this spinning sensation that was so intense. I, 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 I said, I, I can't, I can't handle this anymore. It was like, uh... And I, so I, I turned this over to my higher self. And then I went through this dimensional portal into this new reality. And I was on top of this mountain. And it was beautiful. I mean, it was like this euphoric that I can't even put into, describe into words. It was like a beautiful spring day on top of this mountain. There was this gorgeous flute music playing in the background. And it was just this euphoric feeling. And... As I observed, the reality started to pulsate, flicker. And as they were, it's like one of, the, one of these teaching things they were doing. It was a weird year. I had like UFOs were flying <laughs> over and things going on. It, was, it has to do with this uh, old elderly lady that I connected with that was having contact from space beings that she wrote like a telephone book of, of everything in quatrains about the history of the earth and the extraterrestrials. And after connecting with her, I had all these, uh, I used to go with her out in the mountains and and see them anyway um i went into what looked like an old-time movie movie theater and uh, as i'm looking i could see my reality up on the up on the uh movie screen and of, of this beautiful thing and it was like like you could see it was like frames of a, of a old movie theater and i'm realizing that i'm i'm projecting this this experience and I just kind of laughingly said, you know, okay, what, what's the name of this movie? You know, and then, and it wrote in beautiful script, you know, A Journey of a Mystic. And wow. then, uh, and then I thought, oh my God, because I knew my body was back on my bed and I was fully conscious and I was still in this exalted state. I said, I bet I can go back in my body right now and keep maintain this and open my eyes. And I did. And it lasted for, you know, maybe half an hour. And then I started thinking, oh, I got to go back to work and pay bills, you know. And do oh, all no. Things. Back in the matrix. <laughs> um, but, yeah, in 1977 was a, was a very odd year of, wow. of extraterrestrial uh, interaction. Uh, oh. I haven't had anything like that happen for decades. <laughs> well, I think we need to get that sort of stuff happening again, don't we? <laughs> for all of us. 
Well, if you have time, I have a couple more questions. What you're saying? Oh, please, is please, yeah, hit me, hit me with, a, hit me with all your questions on the crystal. Yeah, I, I, I always learn something because I don't know everything. Yeah. I've I've studied and researched. I know about the laboratory. I know what was measured. I have experiences with the crystals, and I've researched as much as I can. And I'm got a pretty good. Uh, but I don't know everything. But when when somebody asks a deep question, it makes makes it probe, and they say, "Ah, this connects with this," and 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 I get a new understanding. So please ask well, ask them in depth questions. I have like three or four still, um, and I have a comment too. Like um, I have a biomat, and then I use biofeedback, which is also crystals. And someone had mentioned Kim's on here, and she said something like, "I heard." That they're going to be in the phones they've been in the phones for years but and pretty much every piece of equipment because of that piezo effect the, the piezoelectric effect but um what is your take on um two things herkimer which was happened to be one of the cards that you picked first when oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I know i can feel them like when i hold one it just with that i don't know what it is but do you have anything on that? And then anything about the flower of life? I'm curious if you have oh, any. God, those two great questions. Uh, yeah. And there's a whole lot on both of them. Because that's uh, part of the book, part of my encounter too, is that's what's uh, behind there. I don't know that, if you can Such hear. a great book. I had it, my, my wife is so inspired by reading your book. Uh, and she's getting so much information out Friend of it. Me, and... actually. So say hello to Rebecca for me. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Yes. And I'm glad that she's enjoying this. I, yeah. I um, again, I can't take credit except for putting it together and actually just literally writing it out. But um, it was yeah. it's literally a miracle book. But oh. but yes. Now to answer your questions, Herkimer, uh, it, you know, quartz is uh, diamond is like a hardness of uh, of ten. Yeah, I believe, and uh, quartz is like a hardness of seven. And uh, I believe uh, Herkimer diamonds, like, uh, don't quote me exactly, I believe, but it's higher. It's like a, a nine on the scale. And it. On the scale it, of what? Yeah, it, it's like, uh, or it, it's 7.5. I, I have to look it up. It's been, been a long time, you know, but I know that it's a, it's a higher hardness than regular quartz. And it double terminates, which is special. And this double termination uh, has a special quality to it. Um, uh, and regarding the flower of life, the flower of life, what is the flower of life? Now, um, interestingly, you know, after I testified in Washington, uh, we, we tried to bring forth these scientists within the Black Projects to prove we have these technologies, but the Bush administration denied it. So, um, we, started meeting with scientists and inventors, uh, uh, Dr. Greer in San Francisco in a private home. We met with a whole bunch of different scientists. Um, Mark Cummings was one physicist. He had a crystal that he was able to uh, excite and glowed and levitate. It was producing a huge amount of power, and the SWAT team came in and cleaned out his laboratory, and his senses disappeared. Um, there was a number of scientists that had similar horror stories. And one of the scientists was a Swiss theoretical physicist, Nassim Harriman. And I was sitting with him and, and he was showing me on his laptop this energy device that was using geometry in order to power this light bulb. And because of the geometry, it, it, I, 
I felt uh, moved to share my unusual experience I had with the ET and uh, geometry and everything. And he says, yes, that's it. That's the structure of the matrix. And yeah, I've been following his work uh, since then. You know, he's on the, um, on the uh, uh, 64 star tetrahedron grid. And it completely matches everything that I've researched. And if you take the, uh, it's made up of, of tetrahedrons, 64 of them, to be exact, <laughs> which is a magical number. If you're looking at all the rest of, uh, you know, half of 64 is 32 and, you know, mm -hmm. so forth and so on. And uh, if you take the 64 tetrahedron grid and you um, take all the little um, tetrahedrons and put little bubbles around them, little circles, and you project that onto a flat surface, you have the flower of life. So the flower of life is representative of the um, matrix that mm. the quartz and the water um, uh, works within. And so, you know, throughout the universe, um, quartz is like a pure... Uh, a pure substance that um, the lattice structure is based on the fundamentals of this matrix that we are in. And it's a key. It's a key to understanding the matrix. Okay. More questions. Yes. So uh, I was asking, I was also asking, because I've seen some of the Vogels in different colors. Obviously, the quartz has that higher frequency electrical um component to it but i've seen um smoky quartz i've seen pink quartz um does it matter if it's white or smoky or pink or Clear. yeah is oh. there anything about color that makes it different well smoky quartz is uh it's it's dark because it has a uh, radiation damage there's a um the uh and it's useful for extracting uh energies mm -hmm. in fact i i in a lecture in germany marcel was working with a friend of mine who they were actually using it for uh, radiation uh uh things but i don't have a whole lot of information on that all i can say is that when you're you want to avoid uh if you want to work universally you want to work with just a clear quartz crystal and it doesn't have to be perfectly clear it can have some inclusions and things in it uh some people are you know have <laughs> different and and as far as size goes you know um have a <clears throat> you know a little crystal uh, keep in mind there's the matrix within a crystal is is so vast it's like uh it fractally goes into infinity and so you know you're <clears throat> working with a larger crystal. Uh, <clears throat> if you're working with something that is um, yeah, that's cut into uh, a particular shape, it, 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 it's nice for ornamental or other purposes, but uh, it's better to work with something that has the natural uh, alignment with the lattice structure because it's this, it's this vortexing that and, and you can tell that the crystal uh, 
the energy spirals because the crystals grow in a left or right-handed spiral as they as they grow up. You can tell by the facets which way they which way they go. Um, and uh, if you're working on yourself with a crystal, you know you can do that as well. Just like with the healing, uh, you do the same procedure. Only you tune into yourself and you go into that area of your body.